boy Ackerman to the stage. Buenos dias. Wow, you guys are good at Spanish. I thought I was going to have to teach you that, but you must have learned that in school already. Awesome. What does buenos dias mean? Good morning. Good morning to all of you. My name is, you know what my name is? My name is Joy Ackerman, and I'm a missionary. I serve with Baptist Missions in the jungle area of Peru, South America. I work in a little town called Kiteni, out in the jungle. And I'm very excited to be here. I actually just got to the States a couple um, days ago, but it's really fun to come and see all of you. I'm going to tell you a secret about myself. I used to come to this camp when I was your age, too. I came every year to junior girls, and I used to pack a month ahead of time. I was so excited to come to junior girls, and I'm very excited to be here um, today as well. We're going to get started today by taking a short trip to the country of Peru. Do you guys all want to go to Peru? Okay, we're going to learn a little lesson. We're going to learn a lesson from a little boy named Miguel. Let's fly away. Well, it looks like we're going to fly away tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we were going to watch a short little video clip. It looks like it's not working. They're giving me the no back there. So <laughs> that's okay. We still have a lot of fun things that we're going to learn today. Um, I'll tell you that there was a little boy um, who lived in the jungle out in Peru. And basically, I'll sum it up for you. Um, he learned that God loved him. Can you guys all open up your booklets? Have you all opened up your booklets to our lesson today? You can fill in the first word in your booklets, our title for today is God Gives Us Love. And that's what we would have learned from the video today, that God gives us love. Today we're going to talk about God's love. Okay, that might seem really simple, but it's something really important that all of us need to understand. I hear that you're still opening up your booklets, so I'll give you a second. <laughs> I'll get out your pens, filling in the word. Love. Today we're going to talk about God's love for us. <laughs> All right. Do you all have the word in there? God gives us love. The first point that we have today is God loves you. God loves you. Well, that seems pretty simple, but sometimes we forget, right? Sometimes we forget that God loves each and one of us. How many of you guys have sung the song, Jesus Loves Me? All right, I want to see your hands. Jesus loves me. Is everybody being honest? Are there more hands? I would say the majority of us, right? Some of you don't want to raise your hand, I think. <laughs> the majority of us have sung the song, Jesus loves me, this I know. Right? You've all heard that song. You've sung that song. But I was thinking, um, how many times have I sung about God's love and not really thought about how much 
God really loves me, the meaning of that song, right? The creator of heaven and earth, right? The creator of heaven and earth, he who divided the Red Sea, caused the walls of Jericho to fall, um, caused the sun and the moon to stand still, turned the water into wine, walked on water, calmed the storm, fed the 5,000, healed so many people of leprosy, of blindness, healed the lame. He cast out demons, right? Cast out demons. He raised people from the dead, and he ultimately raised himself from the dead. That God, the one and only true God, he loves you. I just think it's really neat um, when I think about it that he loves me, right? And he loves each and every one of you. Okay, well, I said I'm a missionary, and I work out in the jungle, and I'm actually a long ways away from other missionaries that speak English. And I'm single. I don't have any kids, so sometimes I can feel a little lonely. I love being a missionary. Don't get me wrong. And most of the time, I'm totally good. <laughs> but sometimes I can feel a little lonely, or I can feel unloved. And I was thinking, wow, there's a lot of junior girls that are here. Maybe there's one or two, or maybe there's a lot of you that sometimes you're tempted to feel like I do sometimes, right? Unloved. I don't know. Maybe you feel like your mom doesn't love you, your dad doesn't love you, or maybe you have step parents. Your stepmom doesn't love you, or your stepdad doesn't love you, or your brother and sister don't love you, or when you go to school, I know you're on break right now, but maybe last year um, when you're at school, people made fun of you, and you just felt like, Nobody really loves you. Well, I don't want you to leave camp this week. This is really important, okay? I don't want you to leave camp this week, every single one of you. I want every single one of you to know that God loves you, right? And he loves you a lot. Well, this is a great way to get started because I was going to go get my illustration during that video, so I'm going to go get it right now. This is going to be fun. <laughs> okay. God loves us so much that he was willing to send who to die for us? Jesus Christ, right? We're going to read a verse together. You can all look at the PowerPoint. It says in 1 John 4.10, Herein is love. Or listen up. This is what love is, okay? Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins or sacrifice for our sins. God loves us so much that he was willing to send his only baby, his only son, right? To come to this earth, to die on the cross, and to shed his blood for our sins. Can you all guess what this represents? Oh, you guys are good. You guys are an intelligent group of girls this year. <laughs> okay, this represents Jesus' blood, right? Jesus' love for us. Jesus died on the cross, and he was willing to come to this earth, die on the cross, and shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. But why did he die? It says that he was the propitiation or the sacrifice for our? Sin. For our sins. What does the box say? Can you see the word? Sin. All right. This represents sin, and it's actually it's full of packing peanuts. We're a lot of people here today, right? There's a lot of girls, a lot of counselors. And so do you think we've sinned a lot? We have, because I know myself. I know I've sinned a lot, right? And so each one of these packing peanuts, what does it represent? Sin. Maybe we've lied or we've stolen. Maybe we've stolen. Maybe we've cheated. Maybe we've been disrespectful to our parents or disobedient, right? And so 
The Bible says that all of us have sinned. Here's, this represents our sin. All of us have done bad things. And because of our sin, when we die, God's not going to let us into heaven. Ooh, that's bad news. I started out camp this week with that bad news. But it's true. I have to tell you to be able to explain to you how much God loves us. God came to die for us because of our sin. With this sin in our life, in our hearts, God can't let us into heaven. But he loves us so much that he sent his son to die. For us. All right, so what are we going to do with this sin? What happens to our sin when we pass it through the blood of Jesus? Y'all watching? Let's see what happens. Some of us sin a little bit, right? But some of us sin a lot. What's happening to our sin? Isn't that awesome? Can y'all see? Can everybody see? Where do those packing peanuts go? Do you see them anymore? They're gone. They're completely gone. Okay, well, I'll see if this, is really, if this experiment is really working. I'm going to put it some more in there. Because Jesus died for the sin of the whole world, right? Let's see what happens. They just keep disappearing. And I could just keep putting them in and keep putting them in, and they would just keep disappearing. Well, did you know, if you've never asked God to forgive you of your sin, you still have that sin in your heart. But if you talk to the Lord and ask God to forgive you of your sin, did you know the sin in your heart, it can disappear like that. It can be completely gone. And you can be for sure that when you die, you can go to heaven. Do you guys think that God loves us an awful lot? He does. If he was willing to die for us, that means he loves us an awful lot. Well, there was a woman, I'll put this over here, that I'm going to talk to you about today. She knew God loved her. And her name was Priscilla. All right, there's the name Priscilla. And Priscilla, uh, what was Priscilla's husband's name? Do you know? Aquila. I would think most of you have heard of the story. It's not super common, but you've heard of the story of Priscilla and Aquila. They were a godly couple that lived during the time of the New Testament. And Priscilla did not only know God loved her, like our first point, but she loved others. Okay, that leads us. There she is. There's a picture of her sitting there with her husband, Aquila. We have pictures because I like pictures. It's super fun. <laughs> All right. There's our second point. We should love others. We should love others. First of all, we've learned that God loves us. And if God loves us, we need to love others. Like Priscilla and Aquila. They should love to others in a great way. Okay? Do you all have that in the blanks there? They want us all to be able to pay attention to the word of God. We're going to read another verse in 1 John 4.11. I have a lot of scripture because I really like scripture. Um, 1 John 4.11, what does it say? Beloved, if God so loves us, because we learned that in our first point, God loves us, right? So if God loves us, what should we do? Yes, we ought to love one another. That sounds really simple, but it's hard to do, right? We're like, God loves us, we need to love others. But sometimes it's really hard to love people, right? Okay, well, let's learn about Priscilla. You can all open up your Bibles, please, to Acts chapter 18. We're only going to read three verses, okay? The first three verses, and we're going to learn about Priscilla. There's another picture of Priscilla. She's sitting down, um, working, and it's her husband sitting there, Aquila, wearing white. And then the other picture um, of the man in green, that's the Apostle Paul, Okay. Well, let's read Acts chapter 18, verses 
1 through 3 and learned how, and learned how Priscilla showed love to others. Okay, let's start reading. Um, if you can't find it, you can hand your Bible to your counselor, and your counselor can help you find it, okay? Acts is in the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. And we're going to be reading Acts chapter 18. Okay, what does it say? In verse 1 it says, After these things, are we all listening? I'm reading the Word of God. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy with his wife... What was her name? Priscilla. There she is. There's our Bible character for today. With his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome, and came unto them, and because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought, for by their occupation they were tent makers. Wow. That's a lot to capture your your head and your mind around to understand, right? Okay, so I'm going to explain to you basically what was happening is Priscilla and Aquila were living in Rome during a time of great persecution. And basically, they got kicked out of Rome, right? They were forced to leave Rome because it says that Aquila was Jewish. So they got kicked out of Rome, and they were forced to move to a place. Do you remember? Where did they have to go? They went to Corinth. They went to Corinth. And who did they meet in Corinth? They met the apostle Paul. And what did Paul start doing? <gasps> did you know Paul was a tent maker? He made tents, and so did Priscilla and Aquila. So there they are, and they started working together. But not only that, Priscilla showed a lot of love to Paul. Do you know what she did? She invited him, her and her husband, they invited him into their home. Do you know how long he stayed with them? For a year and a half. That's pretty loving, right? How many of you would like to host a missionary in your home for a year and a half? <laughs> well, that's awesome. You guys are really loving, <laughs> too. But I'm, I'm a missionary. That would be really hard. They had to help him, I'm sure, with food and a lot of different things for a year and a half. They really showed a lot of love to the, to the Apostle Paul, the great famous missionary, right? To Paul. Well, not only that, but they also opened up their home. They opened up their home to have church services. They had church services in their home. They also, they traveled with Paul, and they were just great encouragers to him. Um, they loved him a lot, and they were, they were super great helpers to him as well. Romans 16, 3 through 4, um, Paul is writing in this verse, and he said, he called them his helpers, okay? He said, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have, who have for my life laid down their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. I thought this was so exciting when I was studying this story. I didn't really remember this part, that they were willing to lay down their own necks. What does that mean? They were willing to put their necks, if I can say this, on the chopping block so to speak. They were, really, they were willing to risk their lives for Paul. They loved, them. they loved him so much. Do you guys think they really loved Paul if they were willing to risk their life for him? Yes. That's the ultimate sacrifice, okay? And there's another verse. John chapter 15, verses 12 through 13 says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Or there's no greater way to show your love for people than to be willing to lay down your life. 
for them? Who laid down their life for us? Jesus, right? Let's read about that. In 1 John 3.16, it says, Hereby we perceive the love of God, right? Or this is how we know that God loves us. How do we know God loves us? Because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Can you say today that you love everyone in your cabin so much that you'd be willing to die for them? Do you love your counselors so much? And I know you love your counselors because you're junior girls. <laughs> and they're awesome, right? Do you love your counselor so much that you're willing to die for her? You guys are honest. <laughs> Do you love the people in your church? Everybody, right? All the believers in your church. Do you love them so much that you'd be willing to die for them? No. This is kind of striking to me when I was studying this lesson that Jesus loved us so much that he was willing to die for us. And he wants us to have that kind of love for others as well. Okay, well, I want to share to you, I'm going to be super personal, okay? I want to share to you a little bit about Peru. Because I just got here from Peru a couple days ago, so this is really fresh in my mind, stories from Peru. Did you know sometimes it's hard for me in Peru to love others? Sometimes it is because people are different than me. Are people different than you here this week at camp? Yeah. Well, people are really different than me in Peru because it's a different culture. Um, and honestly, sometimes, um, because I'm in charge of the kids, a lot of times I spend all my time saying, shh, 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 sit down, be quiet, sit down, shh, 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 be quiet during the service because it's the jungle and things aren't quite so formal, right? And so some of the children can be very, very, very dis disobedient. And so a lot of the times I'm, shh, 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 sit down, be quiet, sit down, sit down, be quiet, shh, please sit down. You need to, please sit down. You need to be quiet. I'm serious. Sometimes I can spend a whole service doing that, and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> and sometimes I can go out in the street, and I can invite people to church, and they'll be like, yeah, we're coming, and they never come, right? Because they don't want to offend me. They're being, that's their way of being nice to me, and they say, yeah, we're coming, but then they never come. Or sometimes they come at one time, and then they don't come again for six months or a year. And this is something that I have been learning that I need to. Do I need to love those people? I do. I need to love everybody. And um, I work with a national uh, missionary family in Peru. And uh, the pastor of our church, his name is Rolando, Pastor Rolando. And he was preaching one day. And he was telling us, he was reminding us to love others. And he said, it's really easy. What do you guys think? It's really easy to love the people that are really nice to us, right? the people that give us stuff, it's easy to love them. But he said, what about the people that mistreat us? What about the people that do bad things to us, that look at us funny or that call us bad names? Do we love them? We need to love them too. Not just, um, not just the brothers and sisters in Christ in our church, but we need to love other people too. And the Bible says that we even need to love our enemies, right? Okay, well, first of all, we've learned that God loves us, um, we need to love others, and I want to talk to you about another lady who lived, who really loved others. She did live during the time of the Bible. Um, she was actually a missionary, and she knew God loved her, right? She placed her faith in God, and she really loved others, and she loved others so much 
that she was willing to share God's message of love with them. Can you guess what her name was? Amy Carmichael. Let's talk a little bit about Amy Carmichael. But first of all, I want you to fill in the blanks for our third point today, which is we should share God's message of love. Right? We know God loves us. We know we need to love others. But we also need to share God's message of love with the lost world around us. Right? We need to be sharing the gospel with others. Well, Amy Carmichael... She shared the gospel with others. She shared God's message of love in the land of, can you guess? India for over 55 years. Do you think she loved the people in India? She loved them an awful lot, right? If she, was, she left for India, and she was never planning to go back home ever again. She was willing to give her life for the people of India to share God's message of love with them. She loved them an awful lot. There's a picture of Amy. She's standing by another woman. This is something I think that's really cool about the story of Amy Carmichael. Did you know even before Amy Carmichael left for the mission field, she showed love to others? She loved others. There were these women that were less fortunate, or they were poor, that lived in her town, and they wore shawls over their heads because they couldn't afford um, nice hats. And Amy loved these people so much, even though people made fun of her, right, for spending time with them. She loved them so much that she started a Sunday school that grew to over 500 women. And that's really awesome because maybe some of you are considering missions, but we don't need to just wait to be on the mission field to show love to others. We need to be showing love to others right now. And that's what Amy Carmichael did. Wherever she was, she showed love to people. Well, eventually, Amy Carmichael made it to the land of India, um, never to leave, in 1895. So that was not in the Bible, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> All right. There's a picture of Amy Carmichael as she's serving in India. Um, she would share the gospel and then... Something broke her heart. She saw something really sad. Sometimes we see things that are really sad too, that sadden us. Um, she saw that there were children that were being dedicated to the temple there in India. They were being dedicated to the gods, and they had to serve there in the temple basically as slaves, and lots of really bad things happened to these children. So Amy, when she saw that, her heart was broken for these kids, and she wanted to rescue them. She loved them right? Well, there, this is another picture of Amy. Um, I don't know if you've heard the story of Amy Carmichael, but she dyed her skin with coffee to look like the people there. And she would go really long distances to save these children because she had such great love for them. Well, there was one girl um, that was, her name was Prina. And she was a slave in the temple as well and had to do things that she did not want to do. So what did she want to do? She wanted to escape. She wanted to get out of there. And so that's exactly what she did. She escaped. And where did she go? She ran to Amy Carmichael. And Amy Carmichael received her into her home and loved her, okay? And she protected her. And throughout Amy Carmichael's life, she was able to save many children for these type of, um, from these type of situations and actually started a home for these children because she loved them. Often women would come to her house and they'd protest and be like, no, you have to give these girls back to the gods. You have to give them um, back to the temple. But Amy stood strong because she loved them so much. 
One time, um, the children were asked, why do you run to Amy Carmichael? What draws you to her? Why do you leave the temple? Why are you not um, being faithful to the gods? Why are you running to this Amy Carmichael, to this foreigner? And you know what they said? They called her Ama, which means mother. Okay, and they said, it's because of love. We know that Amy loves us. So I thought that was awesome when I was studying about Amy. She was really just known for her love for others and her love to share um, the gospel. One day, Amy received a letter and a missionary, or I'm sorry, another person was saying, "Um, what is missionary like? What, What is missionary life like there in India? What is it like? And she said, missionary life is a chance to die. Well, that sounds kind of sad, right? It's it's a chance to die. It's a chance to give your life because you love them, the other people that you're serving. It's a chance to give um, your life for the people that you're serving. It's a chance to die for them. And that's exactly um, what happened when Amy Carmichael was 83 years old. Um, In 1951, she passed away in the land of India. Amy Carmichael Um, is known. She was a famous missionary, so she has lots of sayings, and she wrote um, different things. And one of the sayings that she said was, you can give without loving, right? I can give you a pencil without loving you. You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. If you really love people, if we really love the people that are around us, if we really love the girls in this camp this week, if we love the people in our towns, if we love the people in the world, what are we going to do? It says we're going to give. And what is the greatest need of the people that are all around us? What, does, what is the greatest need of the people around us? The gospel, okay? And so if we really love the people around us and in this whole world, we need to share God's message of love for them. Okay, I'm going to read a short poem. I want you all to listen up because it's really good, but you have to pay a lot of attention to be able to understand it. Um, It's called Chords of Love. And can you guess who wrote it? Amy Carmichael. Okay, Chords of Love. Oh, beloved of my soul. This is what she wrote. Oh, beloved of my soul, this do I desire. Faith for the impossible. Love that will not tire. Jesus, Savior, lover, give me love for the unlovable, love that will not tire. Oh, beloved of my soul, yet again I come. Give me cords of love to draw many wanders home. Jesus, Savior, lover, give me love that knows no strain nor flaw, love to lead them home. May the Lord give each and every one of us love for the lost, in love for the people around us, right? Love, and that we would love them so much that we would be willing to share God's message of love with them. Well, here's a quick review. What did we learn? Our first point, can you guys all say it with me? What does it say? God loves you. Really good. God loves you. He loves you a lot. He loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for your sins. If you haven't asked the Lord to forgive you of your sins, if you're not sure if you're saved, make sure you talk to your counselor today because your counselor knows all about that. And she can share the gospel with you. She can talk with you. And she can tell you how you can have your sins be gone, just like we saw today in the illustration. What's the second point? We... We should love others. We learned from the life of Priscilla and Aquila. 
that we need to love others and that we need to even love them so much that we're willing to risk our lives for them, right? What's the third point? Good job. We should share God's message of love and salvation. Well, Jesus Christ, so Jesus, Priscilla and Aquila, and Amy Carmichael all had something in common. What did they have in common? They were all willing to put their life on the line for others. Are you? Could you decide this week that you're willing to share the gospel with anyone, anywhere? No matter the cost, let's pray, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day and for this wonderful group of girls. We thank you so much that we've learned how much you love us, that you are willing to send Jesus to die for us. Please help us to show love to the people around us, and please help us to have a burden for the lost as well, so that we would um, be able to share your love with them and be able to explain um, the gospel to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for paying such good attention and taking notes and participating with responding like that. That was wonderful. We are going to dismiss to go to your scripture and action time. So counselors, you can take your campers to your cabin or to a deck, someplace where they won't be distracted <laughs> any more than they have to be, uh, and, and spend time uh, going through your devotions, talking about this. Be back in here.